Hello, I am Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. Uh, hello? Hello? Yes, I am indeed Lily. What? What? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. If you said it before, like, for some reason, my headphones picked right then to cut out. <laughs> huh. Uh, I don't know. It's it, They're working it, now. What a, what a great start. Yeah, a fantastic start. Uh, welcome to the From the Closet podcast. Today we are covering The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, we are just going to roll with that. Um, if you'd like to avoid spoilers for this movie, because this podcast will contain spoilers, there will be a link in the description below to the Just Watch page for, for said movie, uh, which itself will have links to all the places you can rent, purchase, or stream the movie with price comparisons for renting and purchasing. For us here in the U.S., it's available for streaming on Disney+. Plus. Also, the Just Watch link will be to the U.S. Pe uh, version of uh, the, uh, the page. However, if you're using the app, it will automatically redirect you to your country's page. And if you're using the website, you can change the country from the website page itself. Um, also in the description, you'll find a link to our Patreon where you can vote on future episodes, episodes of this show, as well as get access to episodes before they release, as well as early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books and is exclusive to YouTube and Patreon. Also in the description, you will find a link to Anchor.fm, which is now Spotify for podcasters. Uh, where you will find links to every platform this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter, where you can be notified when we release a new episode. And also, speaking of new episodes, you can join us next week for our free film day for October and uh, Captain Marvel. Lily, will you spin your wheel to determine what they can join us for the week after that? I can. I said I can. <laughs> yeah. Program, am I right? Yeah, programming. Okay, then. Alright, what have we... Inception. Alright, we got Inception. Uh, which is a movie that I purchased specifically so we could cover it. So, like, that's a whole thing. It was $5. Everyone goes out. Uh, <laughs> everyone's thoughts better be out for Avery's um, purchasing. It was $5. It was, I know it wasn't even from, like, a bank account. It, it was from Google Play Rewards or some shit, but... Yeah, like, I used, um, like, Google Opinion Rewards, and I used uh, Google Play Points. Uh, just put those together to by the movie. But yeah. Um, regardless, uh, look forward to those episodes, but with all that being said, please get out if you would like to avoid spoilers for The Amazing Spider-Man, because we are going to start discussing it now. And honestly, I feel like this is definitely better than... Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1 and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3 easily. Um, I don't think it's better than any of the Tom Holland movies. But it is still a legitimately good movie. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I am a little bit disappointed, but... I mean, it's still fine. Yeah. It's still legitimately good. It's legitimately fun. Um, There are some things that I wanted to talk about. Certain... A couple Hmm. of comic book accuracies that kind of feel out of place, because... This franchise is known for being fairly inaccurate to the comics, so... I, I I do want to point out the areas where it actually is accurate. So, the first area... This feels uh, backwards. Yeah. Because it, it... This series got so few things right. Um, so, the first, first thing I noticed... Oops, I dropped my notebook. Um, I noticed Gwen Stacy <laughs> immediately. Like... Before they even said her name, like, I just saw her appearance and I was like, oh yeah, that's Gwen Stacy, 100%. And she is, in fact, Peter Parker's first love in the comics. That's something the Tobey Maguire trilogy didn't get right, and that's something the Tom Holland movies did not get right. And the Tom Holland movies also have MJ being Michelle Jones and not Mary Jane, but that's beside the point. I mean, I, I mean, the Tomic Wire didn't even have her at all. It, well, Gwen Stacy was in the Tobey Maguire movies, but she was only in three, and she wasn't good. <laughs> and she wasn't good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, th- there was that whole thing. The other comic book accuracy I wanted to point out was that uh, Peter actually feels like a genius in this movie. Um, in the Tobey Maguire trilogy, it kind of felt like they were shoehorning in elements of his intelligence. Whereas in this movie, he very clearly comes across as very intelligent, and we even see him create the web shooters. And, like, we know the Tom Holland Spider-Man creates his own web shooters as well, but we never actually see him do it. We just know he does it. And then the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, like, has organic webbing. He's, um, blessed. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I don't know. There, there's some serious questions that arise when you have a Spider-Man producing organic webbing. But, like, I don't know. It's not the character that Stan Lee created, and there was someone else involved. I think it was Steve someone. Um, And, like, Hmm. I don't know, like, to deny Peter Parker his most iconic invention feels a little little bit off-putting to me. I mean, um, I wonder if, like, they just couldn't figure out a way to have, um, in the story to have, like, oh, cool, I have super strike now. The next thing I'm, the next logical step I'm going to have is fucking webs, I guess. Come fucking Spider-Man. So, one thing that I actually did like uh, regarding the super strength is that they pretty accurately showed what suddenly gaining super strength would be like. Because... Dude wakes up in the morning and breaks fucking everything. Everything gets broken. You know, it's kind of like, um, it's a weird 
representation, but, like, if you open up a window in a room, and then you try to close the door, it just ends up slamming it much easier. It's like that, but the door broke. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was fun. I also really, really uh, like Uncle Ben and MJ in this movie more than the Tobey Maguire trilogy, if I'm being honest. Um, and I think partially it's because they Wait, were- Wait, where was MJ in this movie? Sorry, I didn't mean to say MJ. I meant to say Aunt May. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm sorry, did I miss something? No. Was I, was I just too busy focusing on Gwen Stacy? It's like, just completely missed MJ. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, Uncle Ben and Aunt May. I really enjoyed them in this movie. Um, and a lot of it is kind of... Because they remind me of my uh, maternal grandparents. Um, and like... They're not around anymore, and their later, their most of their later years of life, they weren't really um, all there anyway. So it kind of feels like they've been mm. gone a lot longer than they actually have. And I don't know. It was kind of, it, it was kind of nice to see a movie couple that reminded me of them. Okay. Also, what was this villain of this... Like, what was the villain of this movie? The Lizard. Kurt Connors. Great naming, guys. Yeah. The Lizard. I mean, what do you want? We it, have it, the... What we're dealing with a hero named Spider-Man. Because he got bit by a spider. You know, I actually wonder the amount of people who think Ant-Man got bitten by an ant. I wonder how many people who... Th I wonder how many people think Batman got bit by a bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got bitten by a bat. Now we have bat powers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I don't know. Like, the lizard being the villain was, like... The, well, and Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man. Those were kind of the two things that I knew about this movie going in. Well, actually, no. I also knew another thing. I knew that uh, the lizard worked at Oscorp. I also knew that he would kill Gwen Stacy's father. Yeah, so what is Oscorp anyway? It's a corporation owned by Norman Osborn that does, like... Science, like, tech stuff and shit. Apparently in this universe, is Norman it, this Osborn is, like, is dying. So, there's that whole thing. Yeah. I've seen uh, Oscorp in, like, a few movies now. Yeah, it's just, like, the like, company... That was, like, the main plot of uh, the first um, Spider-Man movie I watched. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, no, I was, I was actually... So, I was just ready. It's like, up. I think I might have to see Green Goblin again. You might... I saw something green. You, oh, that was a little bit accurate. You might still see Green Goblin in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but he's definitely not going to be the main villain. 
I'm not sure if so, he appears hey, in the movie, but from what I I, I think hmm. I've heard that he does. Fucking Sandman again. Uh, no, we're okay. not seeing Sandman know. again. But at least no. we're not seeing him in this franchise. <laughs> uh, I, I I wouldn't count on it, at least. I could be wrong, but... God, um... I, I, I already know who the main villain I hear is. Si Sorry, I, I, I do already know uh, who the main villain of the movie is. Okay. Sorry, every time I hear Sandman now, all I can think of is... Uh, the last wrestler um, in Punch-Out, specifically on the Wii. Okay, then. He has iconic lines. Yeah, I'm sure he does. But yeah, uh... But anyway. Okay, I, I did go through all of my notes. Alright, so... I really, really enjoyed... Um, like, everything that they did with, like, showcasing his spy, like, Peter's spider sense in this movie, I thought that was fun. I also mm. really enjoyed pretty much anything that happened in the school. Like, that shit was fun. They made Flash Thompson, honestly, Flash Thompson's a lot more fun of a character in this movie than I feel like he is in either the MCU or the Tobey Maguire movies. But, I don't know. A lot of people really like MCU Flash Thompson. Which, like, I don't know. I'm just not one of them. Yeah, no, I... So, one of the complaints I do have about this movie is that it does not have, um... Um, J. Jonah Jameson. I think that's a fine complaint. Um... I'm not sure if he appears in... Like, I understand... Not sure if he appears in the sequel, but I do know that we are going to be seeing him in the MCU. So, look forward to that. Yeah, it's like just one of my favorite characters of the Spider-Man universe, so... Yeah. It's just a little bit disappointing not seeing him, though. I will say, that gets uh, bumped up and may even benefit, um, because and I gotta see a new character in the Spider-Man... No, Gwen Stacy, which who I infinitely prefer than um, fucking MJ. I'm kind of surprised you liked her. <laughs> um, to be fair, there was a Gwen Stacy in uh, Spider-Man 3. So you did meet a version of her before, but she... Maybe it's because I know what she will become. What she becomes in an alternate... could become. Yeah, like, it, what you're thinking of is what she becomes in an alternate universe. Yeah, what she could become. Yeah, but... I mean, we'll definitely see that. Uh, I also really... Uh, I also really like Gwen Stacy uh, as uh, Spider-Gwen. Or... Ghost Spider, depending on which name you prefer. I have always said Ghost Spider, if I'm being honest. And then, like, there's also times where she's gone as Spider Woman, even, but that gets kind of confusing because there's also Jessica Drew, who is also Spider Woman. But, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure in 
the Spider-Verse movies, they call her Spider-Woman. But, like, to me, she's always been Spider-Gwen. But, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Spider-Gwen is uh, not very good at super identity. And your first name is also Gwen. I mean, there's the question of whether or not she's trying to keep it secret. Mm, good point. Which, um, if I'm being honest, uh, this guy's not great. Uh, Andrew Garfield, he, this Peter Parker's not that great at keeping his identity a secret. No, not really. Like, how many people have figured out um, in the course of this movie? Uh, too many. Three, at least. I want to say three. Because uh, you have Gwen Stacy, you have Gwen Stacy's father, and you have Kurt Connors. <laughs> okay, but Kurt was just always going to figure that one out. In fact, I'm actually a little bit surprised he didn't figure it out sooner. Yeah. I, I, I kind of am, too. Like, it, it feels like you would have picked up on that without actually having to demask Spider-Man. But, I don't know. That's beside the point. There are some moments in this movie, like, just to shift gears a little bit, there are some moments in this movie where the humor is kind of cringe. Like, there's a moment where Peter is swinging around, and he he goes, I'm swinging here! And I'm like, ugh. God damn it, that, that still makes me, um... That, that joke still makes me, uh, get like, um... I wouldn't say a laugh, but like... Fucking many a laugh. I don't know. There was that moment that kind of made me cringe, and there were a couple of others that I can't think of right now. But yeah, I don't hey, know. some of the humor here. lands, some of it doesn't. <laughs> no, oh my god, my favorite, like one of my favorite uh, humor points in the movie was when they go into the library. It was just Stanley, um, like just having his headphones on and completely ignoring everything. <laughs> yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious. Like I, I. Honestly, I think that might even be funnier than the Ant-Man and the Wasp Stan Lee cameo, and I already said that one was fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, um... Great Stan Lee cameo. It was fucking hilarious. Um, but... Um, I'm not sure what else I have to say, honestly. Uh, some of the humor lands, some of it doesn't. Story's overall good. Villain could have been a little bit better, but, like, we, we understand his motivations, and we, like, understand, like, the formula kind of made him go insane. Um, mm -hmm. Gwen Stacy's great. The romance kind of is like actually really Green good. Goblin. Sorry, what? Actually, there's a lot of comparisons that you can make to Green Goblin, except this time the villain doesn't effing die. Yeah, I don't know. There are a lot of comparisons you can make to Green Goblin, but I will say the actor for Green Goblin did a lot better. Um, he was a lot more fun to watch in Spider-Man 1. 
I don't know if it's like the actor because um like they played their they played their respective roles well. Green Goblin and um the lizard personality wise are just completely different. I think they played um their perspective personalities pretty well. I mean, it it could if just be to, that yeah. the the character of Green Goblin is more fun to watch. But yeah. I, I think that's it. Yeah. Just um the character. Yeah, I don't know why it took me so long to say that, but yeah. Yeah, that could that could very much. No, we're gonna have to find something to say. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, as I was saying, that could very much just be it. Um, I'm kind of like I don't know. I'm kind of a little Can upset that, that they never actually directly said the line "With great power comes great responsibility." They kind of danced around it a bit, and. They, it, I don't know, that, it, it does, it does upset me a little. I mean, I know this, uh, at this point, it's not, it's very old. I mean, it's not that old of a movie, but. It came out in, like, 2014. At the point right now, great power with great responsibility. It's just such a joked, yeah, it's a joked line. Just because people meme on it doesn't mean it's, like, not still an iconic line. Like, it's very integral to who Spider-Man is supposed to be as a person. And, like, this is consistent with all three of the live-action versions of Spider-Man that we've seen. Like, even in the MCU... Like, Tom Holland was almost saying the line himself, because uh, I think it was something like, when you can do the things and I, uh, when you can do the things that I do, and you don't, and the bad things happen, the ba they happen because of you. It was hmm. something like that, that he said, that he said in Spider-Man Homecoming. So, like, even the MCU version of Spider-Man... This is very integral to his character. To, I and I guess I still that's don't the even lesson. know how much I agree with that line. It it's a very like you have. There, there's just Sorry. no denying that it's a very very important part of how you characterize Spider-Man, and like it it is clear that the lesson is still kind of there in this movie, so. Like, that's fine, at least. I just kind of wish that something more resembling the line had actually been here. Because, like, the also, MCU manages like, to actually put the line in there later on, and it doesn't come across as cheesy at all. Um... Sorry, like, Uncle Ben was, like, originally says the line, but why would he say the line? Not, like, Uncle Ben knows that, oh, that that's Spider-Man, or could be Spider-Man. It's not just an integral part of, like, who Spider-Man is. It's an integral part of Peter Parker. Like... But what power does he possess? It doesn't matter what power he possesses. It's, like, 
that's the thing. Like, that's why the lesson works in this movie, because Uncle Ben doesn't know that he's Spider-Man. Hmm. Like, in, in, in this movie, the whole idea is that if you have the power to help people, regardless of whether that be through superpowers or through some other means, like was the case with Peter's father then you have a responsibility to do so. Hmm. Interesting, I guess. And, like, you can disagree with, like, whether or not it should be a person's responsibility. And, like, that's fine. That's all fine and dandy. But, like, the point mm -hmm. is, this is a very important yeah, part of character. this character. Like, that's that's their characterization. It doesn't, like, criticizing the, the actual, like, uh, implications of this, um, or, like, ethical statement in the real world is an entirely separate issue. I mean, the line does make you think. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it, it, you should help people. In my opinion, you should help people if you can, but you're also not responsible for anyone else's happiness. And, like, you should expect people to help themselves as well. Yeah. I guess that's the moral of the story. I mean, that's the moral of life, really. I'm pretty sure that was actually the moral fucking um, Incredibles 2, but... Incredibles 2... God, we're gonna get to that movie eventually. Um, I've heard some people say it's, like, one of Pixar's worst. I don't know if I'd go that far. But, well, not just one of Pixar's worst. I've heard people say it is Pixar's worst. And I'm just like... I don't know. I think... Uh, both The Good Dinosaur and Cars 2 are worse than Incredibles 2. Yeah. And I, uh, I mean, a lot of people overreact with, um... I actually don't think I need to say that sense. It's just a lot of people... I've just seen a lot of people overreacting when it comes to, like, Disney and Pixar, you know? Yeah. Like, that really is the case. Like, honestly, I didn't think Incredibles 2 was a bad movie. Was did, Does it hold up to the original Incredibles? No, absolutely not. Is it bad? No. It's, it, it's fine. But, yeah. Especially when I see, like, a lot of people... Oh, God, it just... I hate when, um... People talk about, uh... Oh, look at... You know, DreamWorks made Puss in Boots 2... That obviously means uh, they're so much better than Dream uh, Diz Dumb Dummy. Wow! Like excellent joke there. Yeah, I know. Truly a master of wit you are. I yeah yeah no I am actually uh, I you know it's actually surprising that you took this long to figure that out 
but I am glad that you figured it out nonetheless. Uh, you're gonna keep going with this? But yeah, like, I don't know. I will. It, it is um, a whole thing where it's like, people do think that just because a studio makes one great movie while another studio has put out a couple of movies that are either bad or just mediocre, which is very often the case here, um, that, oh, this other studio that has put out literal masterpieces multiple times has fallen off just because they made a movie that was mediocre. And it's like, no, you know, dude. They like, thought it would be funny, but it apparently wasn't. <laughs> like, just because DreamWorks made Puss in Boots The Last Wish, it doesn't mean you can't hold them. Like, it doesn't mean they should suddenly be held to a higher esteem than Disney. Because I'm sorry, they have produced so many duds. I would say more than Disney. Or more than Walt Disney Animation Studios, specifically. Um, if we talk about <laughs> all of Disney, uh, then save. that's kind of a weird area, because then you have to... Disney has so many different studios that... it Obviously, a lot of their movies are going to be duds, like, like Zapped. Ugh. Yeah. But... Like uh, I see, um, oh my god, especially when, like, the Puss in Boots Last Wish came out and the next movie was supposed to be, like, a mermaid right around the time was Disney releasing their last Little Mermaid remake. And before the movie even released, everyone was like, oh yeah, uh, DreamWorks is showing them up. DreamWorks is just gonna, you know, cash in on this. And or now no one talks about either of the movies? Whatever. Because they flopped! Exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like, DreamWorks put out... They put out Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. But people didn't really talk about the bad guys that much. And then, like, then there were... Like, the bad guys is kind of... some people talk about the bad guys. Yeah. The bad guys is kind like, of a maybe above average movie. It's not great, it, but it's also not mid. So I, I, I would call it... I wouldn't... Okay, may not great per se but i would call it very good especially the plot is pretty simple but i think it definitely shows what they can do in animation style you know yeah and i mean like when you hold up it's like if fantasia was good <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah but like you get movies like strange world and people are like oh Disney's fallen off, like, super hard. And I'm like, you guys realize their last movie before this was Encanto, right? Like, that movie was pretty much an overnight cultural sensation. Like, everybody was fucking talking about it. We Don't Talk About Bruno was fucking everywhere and became Disney's most played song ever since The Lion King. It, it, it beat Let It Go. <laughs> so, like... Like, you guys acting like Disney yeah. is completely falling off. It's like, no, they just can't put out a masterpiece every single time. And I think I see that a lot um, with Marvel. I see it, it definitely. 
that is a problem that people have been having with Marvel. It's been been a problem with Pixar and Walt Disney Animation Studios. Like, and they point I mean specifically um, Marvel because I, I just you know ever since you got me into Marvel, I've just been seeing a lot of um, yeah. If Marvel was good or like remember that other con miss. Oh, right. I actually don't think I screenshot that far. It was like, yeah, Stargate is the best movie, or best sci-fi movie. There was actually a little bit below I didn't screenshot where it was like, definitely better than anything Marvel can put out. And I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, you did screenshot that. Okay, I didn't know if I screenshot that part specifically. Yeah, we talked about that. But and I like just start... I start seeing that spot, like just that Marvel hate a lot more. Yeah, and see, I'm gonna let like it the to the people listening, I'm gonna let you in on why like you see so many creators constantly talking about why they hate certain movies, uh, whether it be from a franchise or from a specific studio, and why they keep making this content. They don't hate it. They're doing this because it's making them money. Like that's that's the reality. Like that why why do you think the same people who who like bitched about Eternals sucking are now bitching about how Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 sucked? Like if they if they hated these this content, they wouldn't keep watching it. Yeah, because the reality is, um, hate is more profitable than liking. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of people fall for it. I do think there are people who are not satisfied with the direction Marvel has gone lately. There are some legitimate problems that they have had, like the CGI being bad quite a lot in Phase 4, um, and just being fixed after the fact when the stuff came to streaming. Huh. I um, did not know that. Yeah, that was very much a problem, but that had to do with, like, Marvel just pushing out content, like, I don't know, like, they, they, they were pushing out content at a stupidly fast rate in Phase 4, and now they're slowing down a lot, um, Partially due to Hollywood being on fire with uh, all these uh, strikes that are happening. But then also, like, the new Disney CEO was like, you gotta slow down. So, like, the, the new Disney CEO also pumped the brakes on a lot of the shit. Oh, yeah, speaking about that, um, Deadpool is being delayed even further. I actually just remembered reading about that. Are you sure it was Deadpool and not Daredevil? Because I did see Daredevil got a recently announced uh, delay. No, it was Deadpool. Okay. Well, uh, it was to next year, not this November anymore. No, that was that was definitely Daredevil. Because De Deadpool was always going to be next year. I swear to God. What? Yeah, I, I I'm like. Because you were talking about uh, Deadpool, while well, you're talking about um, 
uh, we got the, the X-Men movies. You know, we're, we're behind on the X-Men movies. And it's like, it's coming out this year. No, I... I and that's why you were worried. No, it was supposed to come out, I believe, May of next year. Is when Deadpool mm. 3 was supposed to come out. I have it written down somewhere, but we'll see. Like, we'll see what happens. Well, Deadpool did get delayed at one point because I was specifically looking up Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, I guess I was just wrong on when it was supposed to come out. Yeah, I know for sure. Like, Daredevil was supposed to come out late this year, and that is no longer happening. Um,. Whether the project's been canned entirely or not, I don't know. I really hope not, because, like, I would like hmm. for some of the old TV show content to actually be resurrected, and they've also planted a lot of seeds of Daredevil, like, full-on returning. I mean, he was fucking in She-Hulk as Daredevil, not just as Matt Murdock. Hmm. So, like, I don't know. Now, regarding The Amazing Spider-Man, there are rumors that, well, there's lots of rumors that there's going to be a, a third movie in this series uh, at some point in the future. That's going to be infinitely complicated, because I don't know how they handle it. Um, because Spider-Man No Way Home changes a lot of things. Yeah. And how we're going to cover that is going to just... Nothing's set in stone, I guess that's the best way to put it. I mean, Sony and Disney have reached a pretty decent agreement where Spider-Man movies are just guaranteed going to be coming to Disney Plus now. Um, like, always for the foreseeable future. Um, so, like... Yeah, and, like, that includes uh, stuff like the uh, the SSU, which ironically hasn't actually had a Spider-Man appearance at all yet, even mm. though the second S stands for Spider-Man. <laughs> um, yeah, what I mean is, I'm not actually sure when um, we're going to cover it, like, you know, do we cover it before or after um, we finish the uh, the home series? We'd probably cover it after No Way Home. Like, it, that, that is at least if it addresses the shit that happened in No Way Home. Because uh, yeah. if it doesn't, then it's going it off of prequel. the original timeline. Yeah. You know, it could be before... Um, no Way Home. It, Shit. It could be before No Way Home. It could just follow the original timeline. Because uh, No Way Home actually yeah. changes shit. Um, so, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we, we'll see. That's if the movie even happens. <laughs> Though, isn't there supposed to be a... Um, not another, like, just, um, Spider-Man 4. I've heard that that's possibly also gonna happen, like a Toby Spider-Man 4. I don't know if that's still a rumor, or, like, if it moved up to, 
yeah, this is happening, we just don't know when. Yeah, like, for both of these cases, like, we don't actually have, uh, as far as I know, we don't actually have solid proof that they're happening. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, I'm still not even clear if Tom Holland is going to be returning in the MCU, or if he's being recast. Huh. Why would he... Oh. Because, mm. like, I remember he complained about not being paid as much as a lot of the other actors. Like, so he's just gonna be recast as someone else. I mean, that'd just be horrible. Being cast as someone else, no, that would that would be weird. I I'm talking about like someone else. No, no, I mean like uh, Spider-Man, like his role as Spider-Man will be uh, someone else, which that'd just be horrible. Yeah, I, I I would very much not like that. I'd very much like him to be able to continue playing Peter Parker, and I think he would also prefer the same, because like. Having listened to him, like, during interviews and shit, and, like, just seeing the way he acts, even when he's not being interviewed, it's very clear that, like, Spider-Man is, like, something he's always dreamed of doing, and he's also, like, very much, cle clearly he's very much of a comic book fan, not even just Marvel, he, like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's a fan of DC as well, so, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it would and, be really... Know, he's a very good character. Um, I do very much enjoy him in his movies. Yeah, like, Tom Holland, great actor, and I, I would be sad to see him go. Um, so back on this movie, though, one other thing I wanted to point out before we get to the critic ratings. The director yeah. of this movie, his last name is Webb. Huh. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. Well, okay then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He he also this directs. This is not the, something I would have expected. He also directs the next movie, so, um, yeah. Nice. But anyway, with all that being said, would you like to get into the critic ratings? I would, and we all know how this ends. So, um. IMDb gives it a 6.9 out of 10. Nice. Um, I was waiting for that. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 71%, and 80% of Google users like this movie. I'll give this 7.7. Mm, 8. Sorry, all I heard from that was 8. Correct. Oh, so just a flat eight? Yeah. Okay. I thought... Uh, say, I had thought you had said something point eight, and that's why I got confused. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, you actually thought I said something point eight. Yeah. Uh, so, no, nah, I thought you were confused, like, um, you thought it was, like, eight point something. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, anyway... Join us um, later, like join us next week for our free film day for October, as well as Captain Marvel. And you can join us the week after that for Inception. I'm glad we're getting to a lot of movies that I've never seen before. Like, 
Blade Runner movies, Inception, this movie, uh, Stargate. Did you did you just stop like that list of um, you know, movies I never seen before list? Yeah, I I sacked it. I'll, I'll probably go back, um, like at the end of the year and um, make a big list of every movie I watched this year that I never that I had never seen before. But I also might just might not do it. It, it was a whole thing where I was trying to make sure I watch a lot of movies that I had never seen before. And I still I mean, want to go forward with watching a lot more movies done. that I've never seen. I mean, obviously a year hasn't been done yet, but... You know, I, I've made you see a lot more movies. Um, bad Guys, for one. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Now, if only I can make you watch Puss in Boots... Wheel, would you cooperate, please? It won't. But anyway, I know it won't. Um, until next time, I've been Avery. That's been Lily, and we will be seeing you.